Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with our sneak peek at next week, episode number 590 for comics originally coming out September the 15th and 16th, 2020. But before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this Wednesday-ish, Drew, what else we got on on the world of comics? Well, our good uh, buddy, listener, Justin, Dustin Books, Justin Brooks writes in, um, and he says... My LCS had Wonder Woman 762, the 1 in 25 Liar Liar cardstock. Hey, just sitting and, there and in then, an LCS. Eh, 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 eh. Hold on. Dang it. <laughs> and then some sarcasm ellipses. And it said, for $45, thanks oh, yeah. for the pick, Kyle. <laughs> I don't know that he emphasized it like you're Yes, I'm pretty sure it. that's what those dots meant. It meant... This is a sarcasm pause, and then everything is extremely sarcastic, dripping with sarcasm after that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Dustin weighed in and said, "Kyle, you're dumb." I think is what he. I think that's what he's saying. <laughs> Just give me the facts, man. Don't let's no, no. not put your own spin on anything. I'm pretty sure I that's. I'm pretty sure that's what he meant. (laughs) Thank you, Dustin, for bringing it home, the point that I was trying to make. I appreciate that. And he, like so many of our listeners, probably feels the same. Probably. (laughs) Thanks for the inference. (laughs) All right. Hey, let's see what's hot in the world of comics. Let's take a look. That was the only feedback is your dig at me? Uh, That's the only one I grabbed. I, um... I was running a little late tonight, to be quite honest with you. Um, so, I, but I grab—I did take the time to grab that one. So that might, that might not actually have happened. Yeah. yeah, there was some stuff about me that I didn't—I didn't have time for. <laughs> we'll get that. We'll get that next week, baby. Um, <laughs> so let's take a look at the hot list on Comic Book Invest and see what their top ten has to say. Kyle, you got this, or do you want me to take it? No, I'm still angry. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, you're not angry at our listeners, are you? No, I would never be. I'm, I'm angry at the person who decided to to, <laughs> to put his own little spin on life. It's, it's not spin. I'm sure that's what Dustin meant. <laughs> Dustin, please write in again and let us know that... Please write in again so my brother can butcher your name. <laughs> All right, so I am on our good friends, comicbookinvest.com. I am looking at their hot 10 for September the 11th, 2020, and their number one book... Outlawed, number one, and Rudd, one in 50 variant. <gasps> Should I tell them they shouldn't be doing ratioed variants on their hot list, Drew? <laughs> no. Okay, just no. checking. No, no, that's okay. This, okay. Is a, this is okay. All right, I give, this book has been a legit, uh, this book has to be legit at this point, right? A $1,900 CGC 9.8 sale, along with a $380 and $550 raw sale, solidifies this as a high level variant did you read this no do do you know what this is no (laughs) okay all right so me in sir uh look is is that is that riri and i don't know what this is it's an e-viewing book i think i poo-pooed it during the sneak peek that Mm -hmm. that uh, looks like garbage run away what probably was which is why nobody went 50 deep on it and now it's yeah. a diamond because you know it's a unicorn. So who's the whack job that went that went fifty deep on it? <laughs> that, that's the e, e, e viewing's 
grandkid? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Who who wanted this? Yeah. It's crazy. But big yeah, money. Yeah, because this, this is uh, Nova and uh, Miles and uh, Kamala. Yeah. And then, yeah. So, th- yeah, this came out March 18th. So this is a book from just pre-COVID as well. Yeah. So, so it looks like we got yep. shuffled around and all that crap. Okay. Yeah. Um, number two, Something is Killing the Children, number 10, the 1 in 25 variant. Of course, our boy James Tinian the fourth writing this. This series just keeps going strong. The new issue and the new issue incentive variant is a solid $60-plus book this week. The cover art is incredible month in and month out. And if you have a put this on your pull list, I would suggest doing it. But God forbid you put a ratio variant on your pull list, you will be eaten alive. <laughs> you could, you're, you're more than willing to reach for that if you want to. I just, you know, it's not something you can go in and pick up off the rack. Spider-Man Black Cat Strikes number five in Yuk Lee one in twenty-five variant, selling for double the ratio the day after release. Uh, I like G Lee generally and. Uh, then this one falls in the positive column. I don't like it. I don't get it. Yeah, is it? It's a gamer verse. What's the? I was gonna say it's the game verse cover. So I don't get that either. It's got the uh, Spider-Man from the video game right there. So this is oh, the characters okay. as the game. Now you and I really liked Lara Flea's back in the day. We really enjoyed his. Yep. The the funny nature of his singular book, and here we have. Um, Laura Flea's Christmas Special Number 1, the Brent Booth 1 in 10 variant. There are some who swear by Laura Flea's. This book doesn't really come up for sale all that often, so I guess it isn't really surprising that the book sold for $10 back in July and then just sold for $100 this week. It's it's, it's Laura Flea's. It, mm-hmm. I, don't think it, I don't think it's a woman, Laura Flea's. It's just Laura Flea's. Laura Flea's. Okay. Laura Flea's. So you've butchered multiple names so far, and you're yeah. gonna come up for. Okay, I, I get, yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna go Superboy to, number nine from 1994. <laughs> we're having a, a rough start today. This one keeps creeping up the price charts. Nine point eight are now two hundred dollars. A DCU variant sold for six hundred dollars this week. The raw or near mint plus copies are hitting fifty and sixty. Pretty impressive for a third tier villain. And this is Shark Boy, King Shark, King, King Shark, King Shark. From um, ninety four was the first King Shark, okay. Or at least this is just the one that we're going to have in the new Suicide Squad, I would imagine. Oh, uh, okay. We have the American number one, the second print, and nothing too special, just the sketch version of the second print here. I'm not considering the sale of a CG nine point eight for a thousand dollars, as the book was immediately relisted. I am also not considering the sale of a book which is another CGC 9.8 for $750, as that book was sold by the same seller. The reason this book makes the list is that it was a $50 raw book and is now selling for double that for around $100. Uh, excuse me while I step off my soapbox, he says. So we've had some banana sandwich sales, but he's uh, not counting those because there's shenanigans involved with those, it seems. But either way, it's going up. We have Firepower number one, the gold foil one in store variant from our boy Robert Kirkman. It's Kirkman, so people seem to want it. How long does Kirkman get the benefit of having The Walking Dead and Invincible? Forever. Anyways, yeah, this was a thirty to forty dollar book and is now a fifty to sixty dollar book. Yes, forever. He gets that uh forever because 
he created The Walking Dead that ran for a hundred and how many issues? Sixty three? Yeah. And Invincible, which did a hundred and some, and you didn't. So <laughs> Uh, yeah, he gets a pass for as long as he wants a pass. Yeah, I was going to say, he'll forever be somebody that I, I... I mean, he's he's written enough things that I really like that he's yeah. just still in that team. Yeah, yeah. so so occasionally there's an Oblivion song that's kind of a yawner, but... I made money off Oblivion song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, still, it, it wasn't... It just wasn't for me. It didn't grab me like Walking Dead, but there's all oh, this... The next one, Firepower's yeah. great. The next one, I'll read it, too, so... Yes. Clone Wars Battle Tales number three, the Peach Momoko Virgin variant, limited to 500. Pre sold for around 50 to 60, but these sold out instantly. Now it's live and it's hitting $200, and you've got Peach Momoko drawing our good friend Maul. Those are two things that I love, Drew. How did this slip past me? I don't uh, aside like it. from the fact that it uh, sold immediately. Yeah, I, I don't think you would have pre pre ordered it for $60. No, no, I don't um, tend to do a lot of these, you know, five hundred dollar uh, single it things. Doesn't look that great to me. But. I like Peach's interpretation of Maul. I always like her art yep. style, and Maul is one of my favorites. So, but the proof is in the pudding that I did not jump on it. Yeah. All right, Drew. Here we have the Marvel previews number sixty from. Dumb. He says, "Bring on the hate." was selling for $2 until somebody realized that the back cover is none other than the JSC version of Shuri as Black Panther. Then, boom, $200, $100, $140. Only reporting sales here. Nothing to see here. Feel free yeah, to move along. Anybody who, anybody who pays anything for Marvel previews because of a quote-unquote first appearance, um, you don't. You need to go. Away. There was a lot of stuff with uh, Miles no. in the no. previous line. No. Nope, nope, doesn't count. No. But would would you would you attempt to sell previews to make money, or would yeah. you yeah. rest yeah. on your laurels yeah. and no, be like, I'd, no, I'd sell it. I'd sell I don't it. want to scam. I'd sell somebody. it. I'd never buy it. I don't never buy, buy it, it, but gladly take advantage. And of the first souls. idiot that CG sees it, I'm laughing. I'm going to laugh at you in your face. Ha ha! I will do that. <laughs> Such gusto with you this evening. Yeah. At rank 10, we have Wonder Woman number one, Milo Minara Italian Virgin Museum, Museum Edition. Most people either love or hate Minara, but I'm not sure many would argue that this isn't a nice Wonder Woman variant. Raw copies have risen uh, from around 100 to 150 plus, and 9.8s are $300 plus course we have also in the honorable mention columns our good uh amazing spider-man number 36 from 2001 uh not increasing in price and that's not what's important uh it's the 9-11 the black cover uh so he's got that on there as just a reminder of that really really nice i saw actually a few of these kind of like encapsulated with some 9-11 memorial stuff with these amazing spider-man stuff as i was scrolling around today um so just something he wanted to highlight and then we have Labor is a Partner. Not much info out there on this book other than it was a giveaway and was an anti-communism book. Only two graded sales ever, a 9.0 and a 9.4, $613. A raw, probably 6.0 or 7, sold this week for $1,000. Books like this, uh, 
I think are extremely interesting as they put a marker on what was going on at the time and shows what was important to people then. I wonder sometimes what people will think when they look back on us in the year 2100. Uh, if, if the world's still spinning. So. <laughs> I have a stack of these from like of these weird little comics yeah. uh, from the steel industry that my father-in-law had when he passed away. I, I grabbed anything that was comic book look-it-ish, and they're just kind of neat. That's, it, is, it is interesting. I like you know that and the, those those um, Colgate Spider-Man giveaways or whatever, mm-hmm. or Crest or whatever it was about brushing your teeth and the quit-smoking comics. Anti-bullying you know? and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, th- that'd be cool. Those would be a good collection. That'd be a good thing to seek out. I think is uh, cause comics or something like that. Maybe yeah. uh, I, I could see that being a niche, and, and I think it's very interesting. As far as the um, the Spider Man, I I I still like every every year. I kind of like take a pause and like think back to where I was on nine eleven. I think like everybody does. You know, mm-hmm. I was I was in in my office uh, at work, and I had a, a I had a television in there um and so everybody i was the only one that had tv but everybody came into my office and they just stared and watched the the clips over and over again and tried to make phone calls and call people that we that we loved and couldn't get through phones and it was it was a very strange day a very somber day and um where where were you where do you where do you say you were i was driving to ohio state university for a rotc inauguration for a friend of mine going to the ROTC program for her freshman year at college. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. And I heard it all unfold on just FM radio. Because, you know, none of us really had cell phones. None of us were near any TV. We were just driving around hearing it unfold and what we thought it was and then what it ended up on that. And then, well, of course, we get into the highly militarized ROTC stuff and they start going into extra DEFCONs and locking things down and whisking people away and that whole thing. And <clears throat> it was just surreal and crazy. Wow. That that would be, yeah, to travel on that day would have been crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I did not uh, have to do that. That, that would have been a, a scary time. Yeah. Yeah. So let's shift gears back to comics. Kyle, what do you think about the FOC this week? Of course, the FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our final ability to add a few things to our order. In Drew's case, uh, actually do our order. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe see a few things, change a few things, see a little bit of art. Uh, yeah. And really, our last bite at the apple for some of these books to make sure they are yeah. in our pull yeah. box when we get to our local comic book shops. Uh, and make sure yeah. we don't have to well, chase them on the Ebays and such. Let me tell you a little story about the FOC this week, um, last week. Uh, because there wasn't a DC, had the extra day. Mm-hmm. I uh, didn't get my didn't get my order until Tuesday. Oh, yeah. So I missed the deadline, and um, our good friend Eric at Cowabunga um, went out of his way to make sure that it got it got submitted. So took pity crossed. upon us. Yeah, and uh, because I'm an idiot, and uh, I didn't get my order in by the deadline. So uh, I appreciated. Uh, that effort, and I'm going to do a better job this week and re- make sure that it, the stuff gets in on time. I wouldn't believe him. <laughs> and of course, we get our specially curated version of the FOC from straight from Calabunga Comics, curated by Eric himself. Um, while he does this, he also features a few things that he think are, thinks are interesting on this FOC to make sure we don't miss. The first thing he's pointing out is Batman Three Jokers Number One. 
a second printing variant, the Shark Puppet variant. It's freaking both adorable and uh, quite frightening at the same time. So as if there weren't enough covers of this, we get a second print of a whole new one. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm clapping for you, DC. Uh, you've learned. Let's do these second prints. Let's do something different. And boy, you have, and uh, I want it. That It's pretty fun. That's yeah. a pretty fun cover. I like that. So I don't blame him. <laughs> Can't say I'm on. We also have, he's featuring here from DC yet again, Rorschach number one, written by who, Drew? My boy Tom King. Boy Tom King. And Jorge Fornes on, these, uh, on the cover A. A really dope looking Rorschach cover. Cannot wait for that. Um, definitely going to be worth reading. Cannot wait. Andrew, I think this one's another one spent directly at us. Yeah. Why the Last Man Compendium Number One trade paperback from DC Comics? Yeah. Yeah. But Drew, is... you don't like the fact that it is now imprinted under DC Black Label. Yeah, I, I um I take issue with retroactively labeling something with, that wasn't that didn't exist at the time. Um, that makes me mad. Uh, it was not a black label book. It was just a Vertigo book, and Vert- there's nothing wrong with Vertigo. Um, Vertigo was where I but cut Vertigo my teeth. has become DC black label. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it kind of has, you know, except for the fact there's a lot of superheroes in there. Um, this is a great series. Uh, this is one of the greatest series of all time, in my estimation. And um, those should first be- three are really tough to get <laughs> floppy. Yeah, and the top uh, it should be a, t- a top ten title in, on on most greatest of all time lists, I would think, um, and not just mine, but good stuff. And uh, I guess there's going to be two, so I guess there's going to be two thirty issue compendiums instead of one sixty. I guess the sixty would be a little unwieldy. And is this JG Jones redoing Pia Guerrero's original cover for one, or did JG Jones Jones always do cover one? I I don't know that. I do not know that. I'd have to look that up. I thought it was Pia. I thought it was just Pia Guerra and Brian K. Vaughn the whole time. That's exactly it looks exact- what I thought, which is why I was like, "Huh." It looks exactly like it, though. <laughs> but you know, JG Jones put the DC black label in the bottom right corner, so he gets credit for it now. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, we also have Spy Island number two from Dark Horse Comics, the uh, Leah Metternich cover A. A really cool, interesting book from Dark Horse there. Of course, we got Walking Dead Deluxe, number one. Of course, cover C being Charlie Adler cover. You and I were very... uh, We kind of aimed at that Charlie Adler cover from the get-go. Yeah. Here we go, man. We're we're going. Are you ready to collect this entire series for (laughs) for you a third time? Yeah. Uh, fourth, I guess, if you count compendiums. Yeah, compendiums, weeklies, originals. Oh, God, yeah, weeklies. Um, yeah. I, I have this stuff so many times. Um, but yeah, and how, am I getting the whole cover? Am I getting everything? Am I getting the blank? I don't know. I'll bet you I have 30 different versions of cover one. <laughs> and I'm getting more. Yeah. I, Is it a sickness, or am it, I just a fan? It's, it, yeah, it's, I mean, the spec... The spec ship has sailed. Yes. Um, so right now we're just obsessive. And I think anybody who collects comics is obsessive in some way or form or fashion. Um, 
if you're a collector. Um, mm-hmm. And I, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough choice for me to, to I, a decide how many I get <laughs> and how many covers, how many of each cover I get. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to be multiples, and it's going to be all of them. Yeah. Now, are these <laughs> going to come kind of kind of TPB format with the blocked corner, um, like heavy duty, or are these going to look like a floppy comic? Uh, three ninety nine book. I'm guessing it's gonna look like a floppy comic. But there's three... extra stuff in it. That's what yeah. I wasn't sure. I'm guessing you know, thirty two pages, forty pages, something gotcha. like Cause, that. Because like our our ending run on Walking Dead when we got to the double size last stuff. Yeah, forty eights. Yeah, they were the heavy duty. So I'm just curious. It'd be cool. Here we have Thor number eight, the Alex Ross title. Oh, variant. that's great! It looks so good, well painted. It's even the OG Thor with the legit wings and all shiny armor. But there's something about the way Alex Ross paints these that, even Please if you're not a, a Thor fan, you're a you're a fan of this. Please to God, do a Moon Knight. Yeah. Do a timeless Moon Knight. Please. I don't know if he'll get to him, but I hope he does. Just oh, for God, that's just send it right to him. I'd, I'd take ten. I'll take yeah. ten. Yeah. Um, but. Not only is this an amazing cover, but Donny Cates has been writing things where Thor's been going back for second, third, and fourth prints, so you might as well get this for the amazing cover and hope there's something dope in it as well, because, you know, the odds are ever in your favor on that one. Oh, yeah. So good. From Artists, Writers, and Artisans Incorporated, American Ronin, number one, Aku, cover A, A-C-O. Uh, Peter Milligan writing this book. Uh, man, pretty much everything that's been written by this artisans, writers, and artisans has been very well done. They're super yes. good books. Everything's great. Yeah. And so we also have, as the next one, the Upshot Now magazine number five from Artists, Writers, and Artisans. And um, we know that in the past, this has given us our first look at Resistance. Um, yeah, up. Upshot Now Zero was the first time we saw Resistance, which is a book that tripled cover and is available on eBay for making money. Uh, Year Zero was in Upshot Now number one, and it's currently going for about 30 bucks on eBay because it's the first versions of those Year Zeros. So not only do you get a first look at some of this stuff coming out from artists, writers, and artisans, but those have been uh, pretty darn good investments on a few of those. Yeah. Good stuff there. But Man. let's not take Eric's word for it. Let's dive into the FOC ourselves and see if we can dig anything else out from all these books we got available for us. And we're going to start with DC Comics and American Vampire 1976, a nine-issue series. And there's three covers there for us. Uh, that's pretty cool, man. Snyder's going back to the well to uh, dip into this. and it, oh, So we get Snyder... We get Raphael Albuquerque. Yeah. And we get DC Black Label. And I've been sitting on this stuff. I, I never read the, the first series. I never finished it. I read, like, the first arc. Yeah. But I, did, I didn't finish the series, so i got to hurry up. But that looks really great. Uh, so some really cool... So, but we have what's considered a DC Black Label, but is only a $4 book. So not the large format black label. I'm assuming just black label in the sense that it's not even close to all AG. And yeah, and I guess I guess black label now means not canon. Yeah. Okay. No, I guess, well, American no. 
it just wouldn't be part of the DC universe. So, um, so anything that used to be Vertigo is going to be Black Label now, and anything that is a superhero Elseworlds story is going to be Black Label now, right? Correct. Is that is that the gist of it? Sure. I think. For now, until it changes. Yeah, no doubt. And of course, we have Batman number one hundred. Jorge Jimenez on the cover A. Um, a lot of but, restraint uh, shown by DC not going for the nine ninety nine oversized mm-hmm. Marvel uh, price point. Just a yeah. six ninety nine book. That's pretty good. Well, eight seven ninety nine if you want the Matina cardstock. And judging by the look of that book, you probably do. It is really good. There is a, of course, blank one as well. And a one in twenty-five. Yeah, I think he's got the uh, the price flipped on the one in twenty. Yeah, I think the one in twenty-five is eighty, and the blank is probably yeah, the eight-dollar book. The one in twenty-five being a pretty cool little Batman suit that we haven't seen before. I mean, wow. cover the cover A is beautiful, um, but I, I mean, I, I, but the the Matina is nice. Of course, it's all they're all no. The nice. Matina is more than nice. It's beautiful, but without cover A is great. Yeah. Hundred percent, the front and back. So if you're bagging it and boarding it, you're missing half the epic. True, true. Man, it's gonna, it's gonna, yeah. This week is starting off. This is gonna hurt my pocket. Yep. Man. Yep, and we go straight from that to Batman: The Adventure Continues, number five. Uh, a look at back, quite a few Robins here on the covers, both A and B. Uh, some really cool stuff there. <laughs> Not only do we have Batman the Three Jokers second print, but there's also a ratioed version of the second print if you yeah. are so inclined. Yeah. So DC not necessarily showing straight in that regard, but in my mind, giving the people exactly what they want. Uh, this DC the Doomed and the Damned one shot, um, pretty cool looking thing, man. Uh, Ten twisted team ups. Straight from your nightmares. It's an eighty-page giant. Um, it was this at Walmart at one point. I don't think so. It would be a nine ninety-nine book. See that one, yeah. um, but man, this one is a tempting one. This looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. Deceased dead planet, and we number four, and we even have a movie homage variant with a really cool looking. Uh, you're at all into the lanterns it is pretty rad wow that is that is fantastic yeah we've got a dead man omnibus hardcover ah i used to love dead man i used to read a lot of that stuff yeah you don't see him in much anymore um but yeah great uh hardcover omnibus i don't know what it collects i don't have that page and up but it's a hundred dollar omnibus so probably a lot <laughs> if we had to guess. Um, let me go to UCS real quick and see if I can find out what it collects while you look at the next thing. Yeah, we have thing Justice League 54, Liam Sharp on the cover A and the cover B. Um, a, wow, we have a, a very weird version of Nightwing on that one. Going a little crazy on that one, but something not too bad. And that gets us right into our three Rorschach covers here. We, of course, got our uh, cover A, classic, really awesome looking title. 
Jai Lee on cover B and seeing Jai Lee and the thing, his style, uh, really cool look on Rorschach there. More traditional with the way that they had re-released yeah. these Watchmen with the yellow binding cover on the inside. So this looks more traditional to what they were on that cover B. But man, I, I'm still drawn to that cover A. And even the blank cover has a, a bit of the uh, the ink blot on the oh, blank variant. So that's great. Not just a blank variant, but a kind of a faded paper variety with a bit of that Rorschach ink uh, blot through there. Very, very, very well done. This uh, the Dead Man is they they do what an omnibus should do is collect a lot of stuff that you have trouble chasing down and finding in floppy form. So. It grabs the Strange Adventures 205 to 216, the Brave and the Bold 79, 86, 104, and 133, Aquaman 50 to 52, uh, Challengers of the Unknown 74 and 84 to 87, JLA 94, World's Finest, a couple of issues, um, some Phantom Strangers, some Superman Family, uh, Adventure Comics, DC Specials, Detectives, and then Dead Men's miniseries. And uh, the Secret Origins that focused on uh, Dead Man. So a really cool collection of, of Dead Man stories that you'd have... Uh, it'd be tough to track mm -hmm. all this stuff down. I mean, I don't know if it would break the bank necessarily on a lot, a lot of it, but some of it might. It'd be expensive. And uh, th th it's really a good deal for you know for 50 bucks. You get it all. Um, and that's, that's really tempting. There you go. This is killing me. <laughs> oh my god, that Rorschach. That's going to be tough. Yep. Gosh, I don't know what to do. We have the facsimile edition. Uh, Wonder Woman number one from 1987. The George Perez cover. Yes. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yep. Gorgeous. I, I think that's. Is that the one I have signed by him? I think. It's a Might great be. question. Yeah. Just beautiful. There's that compendium. Thirty bucks for thirty issues. A dollar an issue. Pretty good. And do we know when we're pulling back on these young justices and these DC other books are kind of going away? Do we have a number on those? I asked. Oh, we probably did at one. We did at one point. And I don't know that I have that in my yeah. in my Rolodex in my head. Cover B, the Francis Manipole is a really cool class photo version. So very cool. For our younger listeners, the Rolodex predates the contacts in your smartphone <laughs> and was a list of all the people and their phone numbers. <laughs> it is the Overstreet Guide equivalent to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, down into Dark Horse. Cyberpunk 2077 Trauma Team number 204. Did I end up ordering the first one here? I cannot remember, but I think you did. Then I need this one, too. I want all four. Was this Peach Momoko? There, no, this is just the Cyberpunk 2077. This is not the uh, the one that you just. I, I, yes. Yeah, yeah, that I. Yeah, I messed you up. Spy Island. I was. I. I, I was big. Big on the first one, but I haven't read it yet, so I don't know that I'm going to jump in on number two. What are you doing on Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology number one? Um, not going to be a part of that. It is Russell, though, right? Neil Gaiman, P. Craig Russell. Oh, P. Craig Russell, not Mark Russell. Oops. No. Pass. 
down into IDW. Transformers Back to the Future, number one, and we have the fourth, the final issue of Transformers 84, Secrets and Lies. So we've got a lot, a lot of Transformers going on and a new launch of Star Wars Adventures. Star so. Wars Adventures, which is going to be a little bit more of your all-agey Star Wars stuff, but we had some really good deals when they did uh, kind of the end of the Clone Wars stuff a few months ago with this. Some of those ratioed variants really bringing in some good money and hard to come by there on this. So no reason to sleep on any of these here. Not sure what kind of depths they're going to go with these characters, but like I said on the last stuff that was the Clone War stuff, it's all stuff we knew and all characters we knew and all people we knew, and there was still movement and collectability in there. So, yeah, Wasn't it the Kylo Ren stuff that got hot that we didn't realize was yeah, going to be so hot? The striking covers and the backstory on Kylo, Kylo Ren for his four-issue series was pretty good as well. Well, it's not so. cover A for me. That doesn't do it. Well, let me take a look at cover B here and see if that's anything. He's going to be more traditional to the OG Star Wars crowd. Yeah, it's a little closer to the stuff I like. Yeah, with your snowtroopers and your, your yeah. stuff wrecked. Empire yeah. Air. I, yep. I like that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I would probably lean towards uh, that, that one. Um if I went in at all, I don't know. Are you are you tempted or tempted? But I don't know. I might just get one just to have it. Transformers: Back to the Future, number one of four. Great Scott, Marty McFly has just returned from the adventures of a lifetime. Doesn't make any sense. No, Doc Brown. The DeLorean is actually a Decepticon. What? Ah, uh, kind of. What? Okay. His first appearance of this, this right? Yeah. I like <laughs> the cover B. That's pretty cool. I'm looking. I'm looking. Hold on. Let me get her up. Got shot oh, what is that? Wave in the '80s. Okay, I thought it was like a Lego version or something. All oh, no. with the help of a new time machine, the Autobot Gigawatt. So it looks like we will have a first appearance of a new Transformers new transformer i'm not sure that anybody cares <laughs> boy that 10 copy incentive is just a fun cover for that transformers back to the future we got so the DeLorean. 20 bucks man we got just... marty chilling on the hoverboard we got og bumblebee that is the vw bug bumblebee not the camaro bumblebee or everything oh dear lord the 25 copy incentive they've made a physical model of the Decepticon version of Gigawatt. Holy crap. <laughs> and wow. you're in. And you're in. It's, uh, you, you are 13 years old again. I, I can, am. I can hear I it am. in your voice. Uh, yeah. Young Kyle would have been all over this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. neat. It's, it's tough to get into that 1 in 25. That is some uh, so, hollowed ground, but... Huh. So I asked. Um, I asked, "Why would they do this? What, what's the deal?" Hey, I, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I can see the. I can see how it works together. What is with all this? Uh, these these properties. Well, they tug at people's yeah. heartstrings that are approaching forty and have more money than they know what to do with. Sometimes. Yes. Uh, yep. Exactly. 
Okay, moving. Can we move on before I buy something? Yes, yes. Down at Image. Yeah, we've got uh, Getting It Together, number one of four. Uh, Sin of Grace, who came off of... Um, Iceman. No, it was this book I really liked, this 12-issue series, and it's totally blanking. Oh, Ghosted in L.A. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ghosted in L.A. Um, that he that he um, finished up, and this is his new series. Uh, um, he's doing some art chores with Jenny Fine, working with her on You've on got art. five seconds to tell me what the front cover is. Of cover A. Cover a I, don't, I don't have cover A up, so oh. let me look here. As soon as you do, you got five seconds. And it looks like it was... Um, does, uh, was it a July book, maybe? Mm, maybe. Like, what is that an homage to? Yes. Is that Friends? That's Friends. No, because there's there's a black guy there. There there were no black friends. <laughs> Correct. They're the characters from Getting It Together, doing an homage to Friends, so they oh, may okay. have their own things going on. Gotcha. But they are homaging Friends. It appears to me. But that homage doesn't hold a candle to the Doctor Seuss homages that they're doing over at. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it doesn't work quite as well. And then we have uh, Walking Dead, Deluxe, number one. Uh, Robert Kirkman said, how can I get more of Andy's, or Drew and, Drew and Kyle's money? Yeah. How, how is that possible? Well, yeah. um, here you go. Read I'm, it again. It's time to revisit the historic independent series that took the entertainment world by storm 17 years ago. Follow Rick Grimes' journey again from the very beginning, but this time in full color by the masterful Dave McCaig. The deluxe versions will feature a memorable array of variant covers uh, commemorating major characters, introductions, and the series' most memorable twists and turns. Each issue include, include a new installment of The Cutting Room Floor, featuring Robert Kirkman's original handwritten plots, along with commentary on abandoned storylines and things that may have changed along the way, like the alien plotline. This deluxe definitive presentation of the story in full color will not be collected anytime soon so they are they're saying they'll eventually collect it but just not right away well so the these alien, single issues will be the only way to experience this you were never supposed to be able to see the alien alien story unless you got that outside issue. of 50 and 75 or whatever it was yeah 75 i think and uh and i think they broke that rule already yeah yeah uh, and now they're going to break it again but that's i mean that's okay it's his, it's his stuff okay so um, I'm, do- I'm getting them all, and then I'm going heavy, heavier on, on the Adler. Charlie, on the Adler, on the Tony Moore, and on the, the Art Adams. The, the cover B is the same cover as we've had a million times. I, I get that, but it's still, I can't stop myself. And um, I don't know that I've seen all the art on all these, so Tedesco, that, oh, that's the chick, aha, that's that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the bike girl. Yep. And uh, Julian Tedesco, it's a, it's a good interpretation. I'm definitely getting a couple of those. Yep. I'm definitely getting a Arthur couple of Art Adams. I'm definitely getting a, a few Adlards. Um, Straight white blanks. I, I'm getting at least one one blank. I need a set. I need a complete. Set. I'm I'm ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I can't I can't stop. 
So um, <laughs> I need an intervention. <laughs> Uh, that's great. That's so great. I don't care. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Is he going to do multiple covers on every issue? Yes. I'm in, I'm in trouble. It sounds a thousand percent like he's doing multiple covers on every issue. I'm in so And when much we trouble. get to the Michonne one, there's going to be 20. When we get to the Governor, there's going to be 20. Uh, when we get to the no, Ezekiel... No, no. There'll never be any more than this, I wouldn't think. So, this would be... This is number one. So there would never be any more variants. Than five? Yeah, I wouldn't think so. But he might do a cover B on take every the over on Michonne being over five covers. No, okay, I'll take the under. Okay. Well, no, okay, that's gonna be six, right? Yep. Like you get, like you a, get the push as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I it he might ratchet it back up to this level, but I don't think he's gonna go over six. So, um, but I'll take under five. There you go. So, we'll see. Yeah, you probably won this one. Black Widow number two, but the one I'm interested in is, of course, the Alex Rocks. Black Widow, timeless variant. Not great. More Russian interpretation. Yeah. I know you were looking for uh, uh, your girl from the movies, but uh, that's not her. Is that what I was looking for? You were looking for Scarlett Johansson. Admit it. That's true. I J. Scott band. Campbell, how I love thee. But you have mailed that in with essentially the same cover as number one. Kyle, uh, there's a Champions relaunch with a Momoko cover. We move out of my way. Other thing I was clicking on. Aw, <laughs> that's awesome. I want it. It's very good. It's very good. It's um, Again, the Momoko train has pulled out of the station, but I'm still there. Yeah. And I like I like Champions. Um, I don't know. Oh, the Momoko is 80 bucks. Thanks for playing. Oh, it is? Yep. Oh, okay. It's not doesn't have a ratio on it. Doggone it. Anyway, I, I'm I'm a big fan of Champions, so I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give E viewing a try since she did so well without Walt, I guess. There you go. That people went crazy. <laughs> Deadpool number seven, neat little fun cover. Yeah, that's right. There was the storyline was it was out there out because any any uh, young superheroes that weren't eighteen, it was against the law for them to be superheroes. Correct. That's the storyline. Okay, I'd forgotten about it. I think this was all like February, maybe. Well, you yeah, you mentioned March. Earlier, it was March. Yeah, it was March, and then they kind of forgot about it. That thought, or I haven't been reading the right stories. Fantastic Four Antithesis number one going to a second print. <laughs> That's the greatest pronunciation of antithesis <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> I love it. I'm glad I could be there for you. Alex Ross, Timeless Iceman. So at the moment, Iceman, two covers, Moon Knight Zero. Marvel Fanfare number 10, facsimile. I don't understand. That one is reprinting Marvel Fanfare from 1982. Okay. Is this all about Black Widow? Is that the deal? Yeah, I believe so. Marauders number 13 has another one of these Fortnite covers, so if you're tracking those down, uh, there's a nice little one there for Marauders. For Conan fans, there's an official handbook of the Conan universe. Um, that's kind of neat. 
Rise of Ultraman, number two. Our boy Art Germ doing some Ultraman. He showed this online the other day. You like it? Kaiju. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, Howard Shaken. I, I kind of like uh, the Masayuko Goku, Goto uh, version best of all, actually. Um, there's a one-shot snapshot. Howard Shaken and Alex Ross doing uh, Spider-Man. I'm uh, going to be checking that out. Yeah. Let's say you're a low-life criminal in Manhattan just trying to get by in a world that's recently gotten full of Spider-Men, Daredevils, Power Men, and more. And you just want to make a decent, illegal living. Plenty of henchmen working work available if you don't mind ending up in traction. And oh yeah, there's a brewing supervillain gang war building. What do you do? Keep your head low or go for that big win? Superstar storyteller Howard Chaikin takes you through Marvel's mean streets. Just watch out for Spider-Man, Cloak and Dagger, and more. Yeah, and there's a... The, I don't have a, an image for the Chaikin cover, but... You think it'll do that dot stipple stuff? I don't know, man. I gotta get it. And it's my last bite at the apple, so I wanna jump jump on it. There you go. Let's see what we got with Star Wars number seven. Looks like we got Tarkin in the back there. Very cool. And who is this chick? Commander Elian Zahara has been tasked with a terrifying... I'll have to find out if that's the uh, first appearance of her. I haven't been paying that much attention. Um, Charles Soule. A female adm admiral. Yeah. God, that, that Thor is so tempting. Man. Why not? It's really nice. Really nice. Yeah. Frankenstein's Thor horror variant. That's pretty cool. True Believers, Black Widow and Daredevil, and Black Widow and Red Guardian, and the first issue of Black Widow. All for 60 cents a piece if you are a FOC person. So if you like Black Widow, want to learn more about um, of her early stories, you can do it for a couple of bucks and get three of the best. There you go. Pretty nice. Wolverine number six, Timeless Alex Ross. That is an OG Wolverine, and you can smell the leather on that cover right there, with a big belt and everything. There's a third print of Venom 27, but we don't have an image. Tempting. They just buy it sight unseen. Beast gets the timeless variant. X-Force has. Oh, my son will want that cover. Crap. The Fortnite Kassara? Yeah. It's got the Peely, the banana guy in it, too. And Domino. That's pretty rad. Yeah, I don't know enough about Fortnite to know what that means, but it kids like it. Yeah. And if anything that gets kids into comics, man, there I'm all go. for it. Or kids' dads into comics. Yeah, no doubt. Anything else in Marvel? Oh, uh, no. There we go. Heading on down, we have our artists, writers, and artisans with that American Ronin number one we talked about earlier. The Diodato cover is not, not bad. It's a it's a uh, couple page Gate spread. or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Resistance earlier. The trade paperback's available. Red Border has the trade paperback uh, available. Hotel Hell has the trade paperback available. 
and they're coming in hot at the 999 um, doing the thing that we loved when Image was doing that with their, their OG trades and stuff like that. Archangel 8 trade paperback with that as well. So these are super well done stories and you can pick up those trades for not much money. I highly recommend picking those up. Yeah, they're all oh, great. I'm sorry, there's year zero right after the upstart. So yeah. So with the discount, six fifty. Put me for, down for oh, year zero, please. I want one of those. Oh, and it's got my favorite cover as the cover for the trade. The one with the RV? Yes. Very nice. Yeah, it's six fifty for the for the those. You cannot beat that. No. It's good stuff too. Boom Studios and all of our smaller publishers. Uh, Carmine from Action Lab. I'm not 100% sure what that is. It's a Colleen Douglas Alvaro Saracica. Uh, Carmine is a new seal bearer for the House of Coconeal. Um, She's destined to become the future queen of the house, ruling the Guardian organization. Not my, not my cup. Most Action Lab tends not to be. Mm-hmm. No offense to Action Lab lovers. Enjoy. That's all for me on FOC. Uh, the Archies are doing a Halloween spectacular. That means don't they the, always? Don't the, the, there should be some Halloween fest? Uh, comics soon then i would guess right around the corner as well yeah these are releasing a lot of these are releasing october the 6th so in the next probably the next couple uh, yeah focs will be getting even more halloween stuff that's fantastic all right good stuff um kyle you're going to lock down our uh, your walking deads for me soon <sighs> i gotta see what i actually ordered yep I was trying to use restraint, but now that I've heard you're not, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm, but I'm a crazy person, so you know, okay. that's that's me. <laughs> Drew, lead us off with cover price since I did the use of the uh, the other. Oh, one. fantastic! <laughs> uh, good buddies over at Cover Price have compiled some of the hottest comics on eBay. What they're selling for, the Amazing Spider-Man number one from 2014. Um, Weren't there a million of these? Million of these, uh, but there's a Cindy Moon cameo in this issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a <gasps> keep 90 an eye do- on the hard to find second print. I have that. Yep, and then ninety bucks for a CGC. Yeah. Batman ninety two retailer appreciation. What are you <laughs> CGC ninety. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I believe Eric was giving us large stacks of these at one point. Because he ordered so many. I don't think he gave us any. Did he? It was tight. I don't think. Uh, I don't remember. I don't. He might have gave you one. Yeah, that's what. It just never made it. Have made it. Made it to me. Uh, Batman number ninety two retailer appreciation. I don't remember this. Oh yeah, you don't. You didn't hear this. Oh, I, I think I did. Maybe it's been a while. Um, but it's around three, two to three hundred bucks. That's pretty good. Uh, Miles Morales Spider Man eighteen the birthday I- issue that was really good. Uh, like that a lot. Uh, let's see, Black Panther. That I guess I should put a price on that. Um, high raw sale of a hundred bucks. Um, Black Panther number two. 
First appearance of Shuri is insane. Uh, high sale of $750 for a ZGC 9.8. That's nuts. That's nuts. Uh, Spawn 309, McFarlane, the Gunslinger Spawn. Uh, cover everyone wanted. 55 copies of that bad boy sold. High, high raw sale of 33. Uh, Black Panther number 5 from 2009. Uh, issues 1 to 4 is first internal appearance of Shuri as Black Panther. Um, raw sale of 170. And this used to be in dollar boxes, so mm -hmm. you could probably still find some if you looked. Superman 4 uh, from 1986. Uh, Bloodsport first appearance sold 47 copies. Uh, high raw sale of $40. Uh, Amazing Spider Man number 4 from 2014, of course, the Silk. Love continues. Um, this had sold uh, $350 for a CGC 9.8. I'm still Kyle holding on. Kyle has a stack of them. I'm still holding on for when we find out a or a, uh, an actress. Yeah. Uh, Marvel Knights, Spider-Man number 10. Uh, there's some spoilers here for Venom number 28. We'll keep it as vague as possible. Uh, it sold 16 copies with a higher sale, raw sale of 50. And Black Panther number one, the Lashley variant, uh, sold for $250 for a 9.8. Crazy. And coming in at 11, we have a nut, the same book, Black Panther number one, as mentioned, the expectations of Shuri taking on the Black Pack. This J. Scott Campbell cover had some huge sales, a high raw sale of 190. Uh, Spawn 309, the Matina cover, up 28.75 for a raw. Uh, this really neat thing here at 13, the Miles Morales Spider-Man 18, uh, the Raza variant. Some of the heat on the one per store variant went to this variant, giving it a decent boost in sales and price. This is, of course, our uh, Miles clone covers. Silk number one. With the Silk TV news, all things Silky are going to start moving. This first issue of her solo series uh, is just the thing. first thing to start. 22 copies, a 9.8 going for $140. Uh, from 1977, Black Panther number one. Uh, this comic honors two legends, Jack Kirby and Chadwick Boseman. This book's become one of the many books that collectors rush to buy just to keep in their collection. Moving 25 copies... A 9.6 going for 400 bucks. Uh, at rank 16, we have, of course, Thor number 5, Black Winter. 25 continuing to move. 190 for CTC 9.8. Batman 92, the Jorge Jimenez 1 in 25. The black and white 1 per store variant helped give some additional lift to Punchline's first full appearance. Sold 15 copies. A 9.8 going for 155 bucks. From 2018, the Rise of Black Panther movie variant. While plenty of Black Panther books sold, it was this variant that collectors really wanted due to him actually being on the cover in full costume. It's the perfect book to have on your wall in remembrance of Chadwick. 18 copies moving. They're drying up quick, it seems. $132.50 for a raw. At 19, we have Batman, Three Jokers, the 1 in 25, Jason Fabok. Apparently the biggest selling comic this year. The variant is plentiful, yet it still 
retails with decent value. 15 copies moved, 50 bucks for raw. And spawn number one from 92. How is this thing still moving? What's going on? CGC 9.8, almost 160 bucks. So all the different things that are moving right now. Drew, it's time to get into our sneak peek. So let's start at UCS and see what DC will have for us. This <laughs> Start at UCS like we always do. Yeah, like we have <laughs> been since they've told us that's where we have to start. Now I'm a Nightwing guy, and Nightwing has his ratioed cardstock, and it's actually a very good Nightwing. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a slender Nightwing, um, just enough emo hair yeah. with the uh, the cool... Uh, kind Even of though it's ratioed, I, because of your relationship with Nightwing, I will allow you to make this your pick if you want. <laughs> you, you've gotten soft in your old age, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Derek Chu I mean, with a really cool version of, uh, what is it, Clown Hunter on uh, the cardstock for cover B. Really cool. Derek Chu uh, steadily becoming a favorite pick of mine. I, I like I always like the cover A. Yeah, that Joker cover War cover too. is pretty nice, too. Man. Joker War has been a little slow for me, but uh, some cool stuff. Yeah. I don't. I thought you were going to say um, Three Jokers was slow. I was like, what? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> the one is been good. Yeah. Catwoman 25, Lee Bermejo with the cover B for its Joker War stuff. A classic Catwoman Thief cover. I really like that. Oh, we've got that Peach Momoko fourth printing of Deceased Planet. Yep. De Deceased Dead Planet. That's a... We ordered a couple of those, if I remember correctly. Yes, if I got my order in on time. <laughs> yeah. Dead Planet number two going to a second print. Just doing the sketch on that one. And we have Detective Comics 1027. The 1,000th detective appearance since Batman's first iteration. We have all kinds of cool covers. Uh, some great J. Scott Campbell, some I great Quietly Germ, a dope Quietly version, classic Jim Lee, uh, Olivier yeah. Coypel version. You, you could not go wrong with any of them. Del Otto on the Scarecrow, uh, Adam Hughes going to be collectible as All Get Out on the cover. J. Silvestri, even the blank has that beautiful Batman '66 blue hint to it that's going to make people want to get um just get a hold of one i think we said this during the foc pick one and just decide you're going to love it because yeah it's are. supposed to be um you know it's going to be a great read anyway a lot of people are doing great stuff so yeah. 10 bucks uh pick your winner or pick them all and i won't judge you if you do we have multiple Strange Adventure printings, uh, two second printings with, uh, for issue one, and an issue three and issue four second printing as well. So people um, loving this series yeah. that I never, I, I couldn't get into. I'm an outlier sometimes. Sometimes you'll have that. Really enjoy the cover B on Teen Titans there. That's a nice one. Look at and see if I think I need any of these trades or hardcovers. Killer Smile having a $30 hardcover there. All right, and 
I guess we're going to head on over to Previews World now, find September the 16th, and start where we love to start here in Image with Big Girls number two. I'm more into the Stillwater um, by Chip Zdarsky and Ray Ramon Perez. Yeah. Looks really good. We're a town where nobody dies. Um, I, I guess this is... Is this an issue one, or is this a one Series shot? premiere, Nobody Dies in the Town of Soul. Still so it's just missing its number one. Correct. What okay. do you mean? It's got a... Oh, wait, I see. In the thing. When you click on it, it's got everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. And there's only one cover. They're not doing anything crazy off the beat. There's no decisions to make. Just pick it up and take it home. Yeah. Yep. That's a, that's a, that's a very tempting pick right there. Yeah. Second print of Snake Eyes Dead Game from IDW. No cover to look at, but it's Rob Lee Liefeld. And yeah, Liefeld has been doing all kinds yeah. of those covers. Um, Heard good things about his podcast. So I've got to check that out. So um, we might get something different on this second print, especially since they're not showing us art. Um, yeah. So run into your LCS and see if it's anything special and just pick it up regardless. I mean, it has to be because... We're not why seeing would, art. If you're not seeing art, you would... Yeah, it has to be different, I would think. Mm, but we have legitimately seen things where they don't show us art, and then when it comes out, it just says second print, and it's the same art. Oh, that's pull. Yeah. Yeah. Down in tomorrow, where we have Amazing Spider-Man's The Sins of Norman Osborn, number one. Nick Spencer writing here. Uh, isn't he writing the, the main series? Why can't he just tell this story in the main yeah, series? in the main series. I don't understand. There must be some kind of crossover happening. And we have Jose Maria Casanova Rojas on a really cool cover B there as well. There's the Alex Ross uh, Timeless Captain, Captain America, America that we, we love. Yeah. yeah, we love that. And same thing with the Storm Timeless. Yeah, not as good as the other two. Yeah, we talked earlier about the FOC on Star Wars 7. And it looks like we had a completely different storyline on 6. So, um, yeah, I might want to look into 7 to see if that's definitely a first appearance on that other Admiral. Yeah, these timeless. If you walk in, you're going to see those on the rack. You just, you're going to want to pick them up. Mm -hmm. They look so nice. We're finally getting back into the Star Wars Darth Vader uh, storyline with number five, Quest for the Truth. Uh, Dark Vader, Darth Vader's search for revenge against those who hid his son Luke reaches a terrible climax at the tomb of Padme Amidala. These Marvel snap snapshots have been fun. Um, so uh, I don't know who Jay Ed Edinen is. Um, but you know, the others have been pretty cool, so I might, you might want to check them out. I really like the cover on the standard Thor Seven. It yeah, it's uh, really just striking. And it took me a minute to realize Ant Man's on it as well. Cause he's so small. Cause he's the size of an ant. Do you get it? But again, just like we said before with Thor. Between Donnie Cates doing really cool things with Thor and some of the really cool covers, you might as well just snap it up. Down into Dynamite. 
nothing really there. Um, if you slide into boom, though, I I do um, see a once in future out as well as the second issue of Seven Secrets. A couple of covers there. They both look pretty darn nice. And uh, the second printing of Something is Killing Children number eight. So some good boom action happening. Yeah, I was going to say, there are things to be had there. Down into our smaller publishers. The second issue, the second printing of Bleed Them Dry number one. And that's um, vault, a vault book that, that got kind of hot. And they decided on the cover D to do the second print there. Grit. Does that mean that they? Yeah. Does that mean they just picked the the cover D and that's the reprint? Yeah. Is that what that, is that, what that I means? I believe so. I don't like that. Mm -mm. Grit from, goes to a second printing. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, from Vault Comics, we have Heavy Number One by Max Bemis. Yeah, that's cool. Could be a very neat little book there. Dumb Boys with Big Guns is the tagline. Uh, possessed, one of two. Steve Niles doing the writing. This is for Clover Press LLC. Wow. Uh, new publisher that I've not heard of. Uh, maybe they existed, but I don't think they've done it much um but it's uh, in nazi occupied budapest a young woman sees her mother and father brutally murdered by an ss officer so it's a fun little book yeah. a little romp there uh sun eater 105 this is a uh, heavy metal magazine putting this one out dylan sprouse brian stelfree is doing the cover and diego yapur so is the this art. dylan sprouse from uh from uh, riverdale that would be awesome, but I don't think so. Might be. <laughs> I mean, heavy metal is venturing out into actual books and stuff now. Uh, they're doing a lot of stuff with uh, the son of the the uh, Day of the Dead guy and everything, which I'm blanking on right now. I was looking at some stuff. So there's actually several uh, there's several heavy metal books that I've been ordering. Sorry, I'm looking at Sun Eaters number one stuff. I think it's isn't it Cole Sprouse that's the they're, they're, that's they're the twins. They're twins. Or wait, yeah. So one of them's I can't remember which one's the one from. I don't know if it's the same one or not. Yeah, might be. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's the, that's Sweet Life of Jack, Zach and Cody, Dylan Sprouse. Yep, also doing from a Big comic. Daddy. Um, yeah, I should probably pick this up just for that reason. <laughs> you think that's enough? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, usually. at one point we were saying th the same thing about the, uh, of, uh, the guy who did Umbrella Academy. Yeah, true. Anytime a celebrity steps out. What was that called? Heavy? Heavy Metal was called Sun Eater Number One. Oh, there it is. That is it. Yeah, that's a good... It's a good pull, Kyle. It's possible. 
probably not very good, but what are you going to do? <laughs> and that is all I have. Same here. So, Drew, this is one of the podcasts where I ask your pick of the week was the one book to make sure you run out, pick up, put in a poly bag, put in that bag and board, set in that short box, because you know in a few months' time it's going to be worth all kinds of money. Oh, man, I am, f- I am flip-flopping back and forth on a couple. I think I just... Uh, I think I'll go with the Detective 1027. Pick a cover, my friend. Quietly. Quietly. Gotcha. And I'm going to go with Sun Eaters just for fun. That's a good pick. I like that. I like the reasons behind it. I think you're right. And it might, might pop. Yep. And, you know, the art is always phenomenal with uh, with heavy metal books. Yeah, that's true. And, um, you know, when we, when we find these books where they cross over into multiple audiences like you did with that. Um, Nightwing, Batgirl, mm-hmm. yeah, issue, that issue four of the New Fifty Two series, yeah, where where they're pulling from multiple audiences. Um, scarcity happens, and people search things out. And Doctor Who, early Doctor Who, happened that way, and um, various other examples of that. So, and I will so. be buying Keanu Reeves's book here in a couple months too. There you go. <laughs> So we thank you guys. If you disagree or agree with any of the things that we've said on this podcast about the things that we think are the next big things or what we're looking forward to, please drop us a line. You can find us on the Twitters, on the Facebooks, uh, Instagrams. I think Drew's making a TikTok now, so we should be up and running with all that kind of fun stuff. Um, <laughs> Gmail account. Just be part of the podcast. Tell us what is making money for you, what is exciting you, what are you waiting for, or are you just saving your piles of money for something coming up next? Just saving a little stack because next, you know, three jokers number two is coming out and you want all the covers for that. Let us know what's going on. We appreciate you guys so much for sticking with us. For Drew and for myself, see ya. Did you read what this thing is about? It's, it's like a D. Yeah. Did he stop acting then? And then Sweet Life. Cole came back. I bet they cleaned up in college. <laughs> and high school for that matter. <laughs> oh, Zach. No, no. I'm Cody. <laughs>